Ramble. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. I'm one of your hosts, Becky, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello. Ariel. What's up? And our beautiful producer, Rachel. Hi. Wow, I got the best intro of them all. You did? Yeah, yeah you got the Thank beautiful you. producer. Wow. And we also have our podcast, Pixie Miles, Woo! and his Pixette Rainy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a very fun episode for you guys. We asked mm-hmm. you to send us some questions to our email, mm-hmm. and you guys sent some Really deep questions. (laughs) Yeah, really difficult to answer questions. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We're going to try anyway. Yeah. We're going to try to do it (laughs) as best we can. What is that email address, Becky? It's you can sit with us pod at gmail.com. All right. Light it up. Send us more. I thought it was going to be like, what's your favorite color? What is your favorite color, Becky? (sighs) It's tough. Maybe the questions aren't that deep. I'm just uncommitted <laughs> to answers. What are your favorite colors? I do wonder. Mine is, mine changes. It's currently <laughs> like greenish. Okay. Like okay. not, not like, you know, forest green. It's mm-hmm. more of a, like a sagey green. If you walk around the Try Guys office, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe th- that influenced <laughs> like either... My favorite color is because of all the green in the office, or, or. all the green in the office is because my <laughs> there favorite it is. color is currently there it is. Hmm. Yeah. What about you? Well, right now I really like a color that I've never liked before. It just like came to me this spring, probably due to marketing. Mm. But lavender is oh. like popping up everywhere. Yeah. I've never liked lavender, and all of a sudden I'm like. Ooh, do I need another stasher bag and lavender? Do the girls need <laughs> lavender dresses? Do I need lavender nails? What? Yeah. I think the answer is yes. Yeah, it yes. sounds like a the yes. answer is yes. I feel like pastels like yes. are very in as of lately. Yeah. Pastel yeah. yellow, pastel orange, pastel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, pastels. Yeah. Yeah. What's your fave? I as of lately, I like orange and yellow. I yeah. always love I like any and color except brown. <laughs> All the colors. <laughs> Mine is brown. I could even get behind like a light brown. Yeah. You know, like a, the walls a behind us. Like, I was going to say like that. Mm, no, not so much like that. I w- I'm actually thinking about nail color. Mm. Uh, like a like a grayish brown. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a, like a grayish. Nail. A grayish. A grayish. Yeah. A grayish beige. Someone yeah. commented that yeah. the walls are the color of my hair. And I looked at our video and I was like, they're somewhat right. A little bit. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. You kind of blend in really well. Yeah. Your camouflage. Camouflage. <laughs> Becky, does this further refine your color? No, I still don't. You I, don't don't, I don't think I have a favorite color. You love them all. I love them all. I love different. I love certain colors for house things, certain colors for clothes, yeah. certain mm-hmm. colors for nails. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I do I'm think the you. reason we're seeing those pastels isn't the uh, yellow was one of the Pantone colors this year. <gasps> oh, Is that right? And then I want to say, yellow. I'm going to look it up and see okay. what the colors were. Because I remember they came out and I was like, holy shit, those are ugly. And then <laughs> and you then, started seeing them everywhere and you're like, wow, I've been influenced. Yeah, <laughs> it's those Pantone colors of the year. Pantone, it's not just one color every year. They come out with this like, one's like, two. It's like different colors. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think that's the most fun job in the world. Just choosing the Pantone colors. Choosing color the, of the Pantone year. colors of yeah. the year. If someone could give me that job, I no, would, oh, that's like highlighter, oh. illuminating, and I, I kind of love gray. Looking at them side by side, side I'm, by side, they're not good together. Yeah. They look ugly. Yeah, but so I'm into it. For those of you who are just listening, <laughs> yeah. it's like highlighter yellow and like, like a titanium like gray. gray. Yeah, yeah, industrial gray. Mm. That's fascinating. They're weird together. You look like a sports team, you know? Okay, give me that job. I would like that job. <laughs> I'm quitting Try Guys You're to gonna choose the Pantone colors color of the year. No. It's going to take me all year. I have been <sighs> really into the combination of brights, like bright colors, mm-hmm. like a like a, a bright pink and orange or something like mm-hmm. that, or like red mm-hmm. and yellow. Oh, I love that too. Like, remember in a meeting we had about something that is unannounced yet, I pulled up that acne bag that was yes. like the bright orange and then the pale orangey yellowy yes. pink straps. Yeah, the like almost monochrome, mm. but mm. one's intense and one is not. I, I really like that. 70s vibe. I really mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. And you have that like uh 
Bob's uh, marionettes. Yes. Bag. Same, same. It's just like like brights, like really highlightery colors. I don't know what it is about it that just gets me going right now. Gets yeah. me going. Gets me going. Not in like a <laughs> sexual way, in like a, you know, excited way. Like gets me out of bed in the morning. You know, <laughs> not yeah. into bed at night. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Well, into bed at night would be not, not sexual either. Because uh, then I just fall asleep. Yes, yes. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> let's talk about some of the things that our audience wants to talk about. Yeah. Let's okay. read some of those questions. We asked, we asked, you wrote in, you have lots of thoughts, guys. Um, all right. Should I just jump right in? No, let's warm up. Question number one. Karina. Karina writes, am I a bad feminist? First of all, there don't shame no yourself. Yeah. There are no bad feminists. Mm. Uh, answers no, Karina. No, you're not. Um, am I a bad feminist if I take my husband's name? I wanted to hear your opinions because I think of you as such strong, amazing women. Mm. I want to know why you decided to change your last names when you got married. I'd also love to hear what Maggie plans on doing when she gets married. Mm. Thanks. Mm-hmm. That is a great question. So who changed their last name? Who didn't? Why? And uh, what you going to do? I'd mm. like to hear... The beginnings first, and then I kind yeah. of yeah. who got married first? Let's go in order. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely me. Um, yeah. Well, okay. I took Ned's name. Um, I my maiden name is Vandervoord, mm-hmm. um, which is mm-hmm. very long and confusing for a lot of people because uh, it uh, like if we did it the traditional way, it's it's like uh, Dutch Belgian. And if you did it the, the traditional way, there would be spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but we took out the spaces when my great grandfather moved to the United States. And so it was all one word, uh, but with a capital letter. So it was Vanda and then capital Vord. Oh. Um, yeah, which was very confusing for mm. many people. Um, I, I was used to it, but... Um, the, so I considered not taking Ned's name, um, but Ned, his mom didn't take his dad's name when he was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was very confusing for a lot of his friends. And so when we were discussing taking, uh, like, should I change my name? Should I not change my name? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was an experience that Ned had had and I, it just occurred to me that I didn't really care that much and I didn't want my kids to, uh, to have that confusion, you know? Mm. Um, and Ned, he like, he didn't ask me to take his name, but he was kind of like, you know, if it's not important to you, uh, I, I grew up with this confusion and I, I, I I would love for you to take my name, Mm. you know? And I was like, okay, Sounds right. good. That that's great for me. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um yeah. So, yeah, it was it was not uh I don't think it is a a, a question of feminism. Mm-hmm. I I I really yeah. don't think that that has anything to do with it at all. Nope. Um I think it it for us it was a question of ease mm-hmm. and um you know, we knew that we wanted kids and I I knew that it would be easier for our kids to uh you know to have parents that you know like when we're flying uh oftentimes like ned's mom wouldn't be seated with the rest of the family because she didn't have the same last name Mm. you know it was and like it was the sort of thing where uh like ned's friends would be like oh mrs fulmer you know blah 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 um, and she say, actually, it's it's Mrs. It's it's Miss Gallo, you know. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it was just very confusing. Um, and so I think that it was it. It just occurred to me that it would be easier to take Ned's name. So Miles just asked, did Ned consider taking my name? Mm-hmm. And we never even considered it. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was one point when we were like, maybe we should take my name. But and and I also we also thought about hyphenating. But my last, but my maiden name was so long mm. that you know if it was Vandervoort Fulmer um mm. I think that would just I mean it already doesn't fit on most uh you know applications <laughs> uh-huh. and things like that you're in the doctor's office trying to fit mm. you know Vandervoort in there uh, I don't think Vandervoort Fulmer would go over very well um or Fulmer Vandervoort I don't really know how those work um <laughs> yeah no I we never really considered it I think we just took the easier 
last name the easiest the easiest yeah. choice mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh i have friends who both changed both their names to mm-hmm. both have the middle name be her maiden name and both have the last name be uh. his so they went from being um you know each with their own last name to both having the middle name kelly and the last name Sone. so they're both kelly oh. Sone. Mm. wow yeah and their kid is now kelly Sone. Mm. so it's not hyphenated oh. but it's the same two names mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah. So he changed his name, she changed her name, and then they named their kid the same thing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Which is like one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Becky? We didn't really have like a discussion on it. I Ours was very like quick and easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miller is a very common last name and so is Rebecca. So it was like, <laughs> I remember going, the like breaking point for me was like I was at the gynecologist like going to like do a pre-interview or something like that. And they pulled me into a back room and they were like, I'm so sorry. We actually called a different Rebecca Miller. Oh my gosh. And she said she didn't have an appointment. So we canceled your appointment. So we actually can't see you for like another three weeks or something like that. And I'd already paid like the parking fee. I'd done all these things. They kept me waiting for like 30 minutes. And I was like, you what you You can't just fit me in i was like i can't and so like obviously being me i was like oh it's like but i need my birth control i'm gonna get pregnant please (laughs) and they were like here just make sure you come back just make sure you come back and i was like okay um so that was like my point where i was like yeah it's just too common and i have a brother and i know that like some people worry about like their family name being lost or something i'm like he's he's always going to be michael miller so yeah it's going to be there somewhere yeah. So, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll Their do Habersberger. I didn't really consider like when I went to change my driver's license that I probably should have practiced writing Habersberger. Oh, that's And then your signature on your driver's license is like, Habersberger. It is like a child wrote it. It goes down on an angle. Mm-hmm. And I got so nervous last year when um, people started talking about how they were going to be checking like that voting mm-hmm. uh, ballots get thrown out because the signature doesn't match. And like, <gasps> When I sign documents, I just sign like a fast way Mm -hmm. and that's how I was going to do it on my ballot. And then I like literally took my driver's license, put it in front of me and like (laughs) tried to copy the exact like basically forged my own signature. That is so funny. Um, So, yeah, I would highly recommend if you are going to change your last name to practice spelling it. Yeah, for your put on the spot. long. <laughs> doodle it, doodle it a couple times. Figure out your signature. Wow, <laughs> yeah, That's so funny. And probably for the first like year and a half, I had trouble spelling it. Yeah, like when we'd be at a bar, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's Habersberger." Yeah, you went from a less complicated <laughs> name to a more complicated yeah. name. But if you spell it in threes, it is a very like phonetically spelled yes. last name. Yeah. Every once in a while, though, I get. Confused, I'm like, did I put too many ers in it? Yeah, Habersberger. <laughs> That's like a Habersberger. H a b as in boy. I immediately forget what comes next, and then I'm like, H a b as in boy. E r s. B r g r. B as in boy again. Yeah. Yep. Only b's. No v's. Yeah. The kids are gonna have a hard time. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't give much thought to it at all. And like people in my family have different last names all over the place, so we never. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it wasn't, I don't, I don't know. I don't have much like tie to names. Right. I'm like, yeah. whatever. You guys are so funny. I feel so differently. <laughs> yeah. Tell us. Hell no. I didn't change my name. That's my goddamn name. I'm a grown ass woman. I'm a person in the world. I'm not taking your name. I'm not Rachel Watson. I'm Rachel Ann Cole, motherfucker. I'm sure. a grown up. I'm not taking your name. No. I wonder, I wonder if it also has to do with like when you got married. Too. Oh, I'm sure. Because I'm Becky sure I if married. I got married at like 24 uh-huh. coming like, pretty recently out of Tennessee, I would have changed my last name. Yeah. I would have only considered it if they had a really amazing last name, like Darling. Like, and then I could be Mm. Rachel Darling. (laughs) (laughs) But like, short of that, no. Watson's a lovely last name. But no, no, no. You want your name. I am my person. I want my name. And you know what? The school I taught at in New York was all girls. And all the teachers there, irregardless of marital status. Regard, when, just regardless. Oh, regardless of <laughs> marital regardless. status. Thank I'm you. I'm so sorry, but irregardless, not a word. <laughs> oh, really? Right? Yeah, irregardless. It's not a word. It's not regardless. a word. People will come at you in the comments, and I don't want them to do oh. that to you. The one who trolls me bleep this is. 
Oh, she says I don't I brush my hair. <gasps> There's another that- troll trolling me. Well, she trolls all of us. Uh, She's very mean. Okay, okay. I have. So I don't read the comments. I have something to say. If you're trolling us in the comments, stop watching. That, that's a that's a great. Rachel's looking direct to camera. Yeah. <laughs> don't She's watch. The fourth you wall. don't like it. It's it's elective. Don't watch. <laughs> Just don't watch. No need to troll us. You don't mm. like it. Don't watch. Yeah. Okay. So at the school we taught at, we're back. We're back in. <laughs> it's all girls. And for the teachers, regardless of marital status, everyone went by MS period. Ms. Cole. Mm. Yeah. Ms. whatever. And that is because we wanted the girls to know it does not matter whether you're married or not. Mm-hmm. You can go by doctor if you're a doctor and otherwise MS. It doesn't like there's no reason why at your job or out in the world, people need to know the first thing about you is that you are attached or married. No mm-hmm. one knows that about men. And I loved mm-hmm. that. That's fascinating. I don't know. I think I, that's I like so that great. Too. So I love being Ms. Cole now. Not that anyone calls me that mm-hmm. because like, it just doesn't matter if I'm married or not, uh-huh. you know, and like men don't do that. So anyways, uh, I love that you guys feel so chill about it. And I did not feel mm. chill about it. I th- well, so uh, how old were you when you got married, Becky? 26? 26? I was 25. 26? 26. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been married? Four years. Okay, 26. <laughs> yeah, right? 26. Yeah. No, I'm 31. <gasps> I had you in my head as turning 30 again this year. I have it in my head, too. I thought you turned 30. 30, 31, I wish. I, Wait, I erased 2020 20 from my yeah, right. my life. We're That's all a year younger no, than yeah. we actually are. I know. I have to think about my... Everyone's like, how old are you, Maggie? I'm like, wait, uh, 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 how old am I? <laughs> I know. It's because I'm in denial in my brain. <laughs> yeah. Rachel, how old were you when you got married? 32. Okay. okay. See, I, yeah. think, I think that when you have a little bit more life experience behind you, you care more about and maybe you feel more attached to like yeah your name out in the world yeah, yeah. i think and it also depends on like professional things like i already mm-hmm. had my websites and my business cards so like mm-hmm. my it's, everything else is the yeah. same yep yeah. what I this have, is showing me is that everyone has such different experiences and you should just do whatever feels right for oh, you yeah. that is yeah. the ultimate thing about yeah engagements, weddings, marriage, changing your name, traditions, any of that. Mm-hmm. You should do what's right for you. Yeah. If you and like, like it, everybody do has it. like such different like family dynamics yeah. and things like that. But what Zach and I have been talking about this a little bit and we don't really have the answer at all. Yep. Um but Bustamante just is like such a part of my ident- identity, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um that I was even considering maybe just switching my middle name. Mm-hmm. But I'm Margaret. I'm named after my grandma, great grandma Margarita, who mm-hmm. raised my father. Mm-hmm. My father's father abandoned him when he was like two months old. Oh but he took his father's last name Got and it. kept it and like didn't want to change it because out of respect for my great grandmother, because that was her last name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm named after her. And then my middle name is Angela. That's after my mother's mother. Uh huh. So you have Angelita. two family names. I have two family names. Um, so just because of that, just taking rid of it at all, like completely, yeah. I just, I don't know. Cause the most traditional thing would be for you to be Margaret Bustamante Cornfeld. So yeah. what we're thinking of doing is changing Bustamante to my middle name yep. or doing Camino, mm-hmm. which is my grandmother's last name mm-hmm. to keep my Spanish roots and mm-hmm. then my last name to be Cornfeld. Could you have four names? I know I'm, it would be Margaret Bustamante. So it's such yeah. a lengthy, I don't know. I know, but only you would know you had four, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My best friend has her mother's maiden name as her middle name. She does. Mm-hmm. Her middle name's Nelson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might give one of a, a future child the middle name Cole. I considered it for both of the girls. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like it with their first names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying. You know is, what I mean? They would have to know, go together. Everybody's <laughs> so different. and Yeah. yeah. I have a good friend yeah. who's... She's married. She didn't take her husband's last name. They just had a baby a year ago, and they gave the baby her last name. Mm, yeah, why not? You could, you could do whatever. You could do whatever. You can do whatever you want. You want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I will say, though, say when you change that last name, ooh, be ready for the paperwork. There's so much paperwork. So much Depending paperwork. on your age, yeah. all your credit cards, 
all your bank things. When you were like, the easiest way is to just change it and I'll be the same last name. I was like, kind of the easiest way is just to keep your name. You don't have to do jack shit. When all of the marriage certificates that you have to print and get copies of, that was the most annoying part to me. I'm like, why do I have, can I just tell the bank I changed my last name? Yeah. Yeah. Why do I need to send every credit card? I know. A copy of my marriage certificate. It seems very (laughs) old fashioned, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But at the time I didn't have anything. Oh, yeah. that's true. You know, it's like <laughs> <That's> <laughs> change true. my passport, <laughs> change a couple credit cards, yeah. and then I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> There's like three yeah. different places at my work site that you'd have to submit paperwork to. It's like your oh badge plus God. your computer access plus something. You some probably sort of. your nurse's license and too, like your whatever uh-huh. you like log into like the medical tower, like the medication tower. There's mm-hmm. like three different places. I'm like, oh my goodness, there's so much. Yeah. And I was there was one time I was like paging one of the physicians and I'm like paging her over and over and over and it's just going into nowhere. Yeah. And she comes onto the unit. I was like, I've just been paging you like crazy. Like there's this thing going on. She's like oh my god I just got married and I was like <gasps> congratulations Girl. congratulations but you need to update all your pagers because mm-hmm. we're all trying to page yeah. you and we cannot get through to you help congratulations <laughs> not get on it. Yeah. first off congratulations second off yeah girl <laughs> <laughs> well how amazing incredible get it together <laughs> but I think it, it sounds like it, this well, has nothing to do with feminism. It has no. everything to do with just like how you feel about your name. Yeah. And well, it has a little to do with feminism if you have a partner who is not open to hearing it. Because mm. I did have a mm. friend from college who was talking to her fiance and he was like, and she was like, I don't know if I want to change my name. I think I want to keep it. I feel very tied to it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's really important to me that you change your name. Mm. And that to me can be a conversation, but like ultimately you got to do what you want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. a friend or her mother-in-law found out that she wasn't changing her name um, on her wedding day as she was getting ready, like with the <gasps> makeup. And she was so mad at her husband now. And she's like, I can't believe he didn't tell her. It was like such like an awkward exchange. Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. Well, also, sometimes an- it's like family pressures as well. Yeah. There's yeah. another pro tip when you get married. If you, are planning on changing your last name or are not planning on changing your last name, make sure everyone who comes to your wedding knows this. Oh, right. Because we got checks right. written to Keith and Rebecca Habersberger, mm. but there was no Re- Rebecca Habersberger at our bank. Oh, gotcha. So a few of our checks got like questioned until we had to like bring everything in and change things. Wow. So always make it out to just the, you know, either one person or yeah. Yeah. both names of the couple. <laughs> yeah. The name situation is so interesting because it becomes so apparent when you are writing those uh, wedding invitations, mm-hmm. you know, like doctor and Mrs. Or, you know, like it's it, all these different uh, invitation writing where you're writing it to, you know, Keith Habersberger and Rebecca Miller, you know, mm-hmm. instead of, Mr. and Mrs. Habersberger or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so like you can get it wrong. People get like uh, offended. It's it's Mm. very it's tough. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's an interesting. Well, I think when we when my parents were like going to weddings and stuff, they would get um, Mr. and Mrs. Danny Cole, just my dad's name. Mm -hmm. I was like, she's not Mrs. Danny Cole. She has no name. Mm, What? Yeah. What? I mean, is there actually, this is a good question. Is there like a new way of writing um, wedding invitations now where you mm. include like women's names? Because I know that historically it's usually Mr. and Mrs. Right. I wrote XYZ. everyone's names. Yeah. Yeah. I would just write everyone's names out, even if they had the same last name. Mm-hmm. Did you not like do that? that? Mm-hmm. No, we we went very traditional. Wow. Well, because you had a very formal wedding. We had a very too. formal wedding. It was like very black yeah. tie. Yeah, we had uh-huh. a black tie wedding. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It was it was Mr. and Mrs. Edward Fulmer. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. will you do, Mags? I think out of to avoid confusion, I think I may do them separate because not all my friends are married, right? And a lot of my yeah. friends are have been together for over ten years, and some of them are still not married. So yeah, yeah. I think out of to err on the side of caution to make sure I don't mess anything up and assume mm-hmm. someone else is married, then just separately. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I like the way it looks when you put and together. They're like little buddies. Little yeah. buddies. And like putting the, the man's name before the woman's name. Mm. You know? It, oh, 
No. But uh, I mean, there are all these customs that yeah. like customs created by the patriarchy. Ariel. You're so right. You're so right. This, mm-hmm. this is, this, this, this is about feminism. It is. If you receive my invite, I'm going to put whatever you want. You're not a bad feminist. If you want to take his name, go for it, mm-hmm. do it. But like, just know where these traditions come from. And if you don't want to do them, don't do them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. Absolutely. I'm going to put whoever's name first that I like more. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what I did. So I just like, oh, my friend and they're done. And if I can't decide, then um, I'll put you all on one line. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or it could go alphabetically or something. But oh, yeah. I would yeah. always put first whoever I know best, like, Sort of like more, yeah. but like whoever's my closest friend. Because mm. I have very I'm gonna few be friends where in the couple, they're totally equal. I met them at the mm-hmm. exact same yeah. time. Yeah. It's like one couple from, one or two couples from college, but otherwise, you know. Yeah. So that's probably girls first. Yeah. Is there a, uh, like a custom for uh, like same sex couples? Mm. I don't think there is See? a standard for it. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like Mr. and Mr. It would just be whatever the, the Just couple decides. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it would that be that's like kind Mr. of Mr. Zach Kornfeld and Mr. Keith Habersberger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that Keith and Zach are a couple <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> you know, I just call it like I see it. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Um, all right. So, girlfriend, do whatever you want. Whatever feel right. And everything else around marriage and stuff. Do what you want. Yeah. Do whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> all right. Ladies. Do you have any mental health issues that affect past current relationships? I've watched the tripod where Zach talks about his OCD and that is so inspiring. People talking about mental health and no stigma around it gives me the confidence to speak up about mine. Uh, Love your podcast and you guys are just amazing. I was diagnosed with anxiety, depression in college Mm -hmm. and have been medicated for it ever since. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's very well controlled. Um, but every once in a while I feel, you know, I get a little anxious or I get a little mm-hmm. depressed. Um, but I know what that feels like for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I know how to deal with it. Um, and I know that not, uh, you know, it's just because I've been dealing with it for so long mm-hmm. that I know what that feels like. And I know that there are people out there who don't know what that feels like. And so they may be dealing with that. Uh, and not know what to do about it. Mm. And do you know what your triggers are? Like, do you know how to like avoid them or will it sometimes surprise you? Oh, it still surprises me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely still surprises me. Um, uh, yeah, but does it affect my relationships? Uh, yes, I think it affects everything in my life <laughs> um, in, a good, in good ways and bad ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I... I think that you just have to know that that's a part of, you know, what's going on in your sort of biosphere, you know, (laughs) and and knowing, like, I know that sometimes if I, uh, if I'm feeling really isolated, like if I spend uh, too much time with the kids and not being able to talk to adults or something like that, Mm -hmm, then I, I get a little bit down, Mm -hmm. uh, and, um, and so, uh, yeah, maybe that's a trigger for me. Uh-huh. Um, and so I know that and I try not to let it affect like my relationship with my family, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. I, I, I work to have time to myself so that I can, you know, be, be a better mom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that that absolutely affects the way that I approach things yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think mental health affects your relationship definitely yeah. uh, and being open you know to talking about things is mm-hmm. good um i do think there's like it, uh, a both positive and negative pressure being a person on the internet and being surrounded by other people who are very open and comfortable mm-hmm. talking about their mental health and uh being in a a realm where I personally, I don't think the internet's a safe space. So Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) you know, I come back to the aforementioned trolls. Yeah. Yeah. Aforementioned trolls. Yeah. I don't think the internet's a safe space. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if I'll ever be like, I'm diagnosed with blah, 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 blah. You know, I, those are things that are really personal to me, Mm -hmm. but I will say like in the dialogue about mental health, which I'm glad you, 
brought up uh, the fact that you were medicated. I'm medicated as well, have been on and off for Mm -hmm. quite some time. But I think there's a stigma around like telling people that you're Mm -hmm. medicated. And I think there's like a big push of hearing people say like, oh, well, you know, it won't be forever. It'll be. But I think that kind of puts like a negative light on it, that it's like something that's not okay right now. But like. But you'll mm-hmm. outgrow it. You'll or outgrow you'll it. Move or like, on. Yeah. And I think yeah. something that's missing in that conversation is like how fucking good it feels to be medicated. Yeah. <laughs> like right. being on the right medication, yeah. like have been on both sides of right and wrong medication mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and being on the wrong side does fucking suck. Like it's yeah. awful. Mm-hmm. But when you find the medicine that works for you, that works, you know, in conjunction mm-hmm. with your therapy and your psychiatrist. It's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a really awesome feeling. And you're suddenly like a functional human being. Yeah, you're, you're like, like, oh, so yeah. this is how everyone else gets things done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and know, like, it feels like it like levels the playing field yeah. a little bit. I like, I like how you said that. Uh, that like it's a there's this conversation about mental health where something is wrong because mm-hmm. it's. It, I don't think that it's. I don't think that it's something is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this is just a part of who you are. And maybe it's something that you're going through right now, or maybe it's something that is just like part of who you are, you know, yeah. like, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing wrong with like struggling with your mental health. You mm-hmm. know, I think that, that like the word struggle it sort of implies that there is something wrong but it's just sort of a state of being yeah you know like it it can be good it can be bad Mm -hmm. and you can be dealing with it or you can be like on on a like in a level place um but if you're not that's okay too yeah you know i loved i saw this uh interview with bo burnham because i'm on a Bo Burnham kick right now. Oh, yeah. As oh is the gosh. rest of the internet. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, but he did this interview when he was uh, making eighth grade, and he was talking about how he did a stand-up show where he talked about his anxiety mm-hmm. uh, from his perspective at the time as like a 23-year-old. Mm-hmm. And these like 14, 15-year-old girls came up to him and were like, I feel the exact same way. Like, mm-hmm. And he realized he needed to tell like both of their stories together. Mm-hmm. And the thing that he said that was really interesting is that he realized that there was nothing unique or special about his anxiety. Mm. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, okay. But then I was like, no, I fucking love that. Like there is nothing special about it. It's, it's your thing. And Mm -hmm. other people are going through that as Mm -hmm. well. So Mm -hmm. in the moment I'll feel really isolating, but it's not, Mm. you know, it's kind of comforting. Yeah. 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 And coming from a little hottie like Bo. (laughs) You're like, yeah, Bo is winning 2021 and you know, oh my gosh. His Me album, too. when it came onto Spotify, I was so happy. I've just been listening to that while I do dishes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the girls and I were rocking out to it last night, as everyone in here woman. knows. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listen, I think irregardless of... <gasps> Rachel. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we need to keep that in, because I've definitely said irregardless. It's okay. I have certain I'm words. I'm just being a dick. It's right. It's not a real it's word. Not a it's yeah. not a word. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Check miles. Yeah. Rachel, I've made you up know words what is before. The other one I always get wrong. Nonplussed. Yeah, nonplussed. Mm-hmm. You, when people say nonplussed, they mean plussed. I've literally never heard that word. I don't before. know what. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I used to. I used to pronounce it nonplussed. What, what is that? What you talked about with Sarah when she was on? I don't know. Maybe nonplussed. Nonplussed. Guys talked about a word that I never heard before as well. People say that they mean the opposite of that, but okay. Regardless, because, wait, wait, because nonplussed is it real? So it is not. It is officially recognized as a word because it has been used so much, but it oh, is not a word. Oh, stop trying so to make it, it irregardless it happen. Because it is the opposite of what you mean when you do actually have regard for the <laughs> subject. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Miles, that's so, so it's technically a word. <laughs> it's so fat. I am so wrong. Fetch. I apologize. No, well, no, I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. But okay, I can't say anything right now though because <laughs> I don't know what words to use. <laughs> the trolls are gonna come for me. <laughs> they're not. They no. always. There do. are no grammar trolls out there, guys. Oh, there are. Okay, well, they, they, <laughs> there are, but you know what? Bring it. Because bring it. <laughs> bring it. We looked it up. It's a word. It's a word. <laughs> it's a word. She, she made it happen. Trolls. So many people have been using it. it. It's a word. I just think everyone, regardless 
if you have a diagnosed mm. mental health mm-hmm. issue or not, mm-hmm. needs psychological tools and things that help them, whether they are learned from a therapist, learned from your parents, self-found, or they are literally medicine, mm-hmm. need tools to help them get through life. Mm-hmm. So like we all have tools at our beck and call. Some of us have more than others. And some of us only need talking tools and Mm -hmm. some people need medicated tools and Mm -hmm. some people, Mm -hmm. you know, like need a bigger support system in their lives and others need slightly less, but we all have a toolbox of things we use to like make it through life. Mm -hmm. I love that because that's, that's totally what it is. It's like, Mm -hmm. I, okay. So a long, long time ago, I had a therapist who was trying to explain to me what, like what depression was and like what that feels like in your body and how to recognize it. Mm -hmm. Um, And she described it as a bucket that's just full of like water, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And when you feel good, your bucket is full. Mm -hmm. And when you feel bad, your bucket is empty. And you know, you, it could, it it can always be somewhere in the middle, but there are certain things that fill your bucket. Mm -hmm. um, And there are certain things that empty your bucket and it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be one thing that fills your bucket or empties your bucket. Um, and so medication, uh, for me, she described it as like something that could kind of keep the bucket a little bit more full so that when certain things happen that, that like try to empty it, that there was a little bit more in there, uh, so that Mm. it didn't get empty quite as quickly. Um, but you know, things that, that would, that fill your bucket are things like compliments or sunshine or, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. just, just like. A f- going out to lunch with a friend and, mm-hmm. and you know, just, mm-hmm. just feeling good about yourself. Um, like a good hair day, you, you know, like things like that. And then things that empty your bucket could be like trolls on the internet or <laughs> you know, like, and, and so um, I, I still think about kind of my mental health in that way. Uh-huh. Um, exercise is your another bucket. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think of it as like filling the bucket and things that, that are emptying the bucket and like, uh, and so that is one of like, that is probably the, the main tool that I use. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about like how I am feeling or, you know, why am I kind of feeling a little bit low? I'm like, okay, I need to do something that, that will like fill my bucket a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to, uh, play with my kids outside. I need to get a little bit of exercise. I mm-hmm. need to have a minute alone to drink my coffee and, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, and even like identifying that. those things that yeah. like help you is so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. I think this year I got a therapist after, I don't know, I've told myself for the last four years that I was going to get a therapist and then the pandemic hit and mm. Zach started listening to like every single little thing that was like making me anxious. Um, and he became my therapist and my best friend and my everything. And I just, I was like, this is icky. I like don't want to keep doing this. I just don't think it's fair. Um, so yeah, so I got a therapist as it, well, I was on a search for a therapist, like right in the middle of like, right when everything hit and I just kind of put on the back burner, back burner, back burner. And then finally I just kept searching and finally found one. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. And how's it felt? So much better. Yeah. So, cause I feel like he would carry my stress too. Mm-hmm. and like things related to work. Cause a lot of the way that I cope with what's going on as work is by not talking about it with a lot of people, except like the people I trust. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when he would hear like things like that, he would kind of carry it too. So I think it's just really important to identify someone in your life, whether it be a therapist, that's kind of, well, a therapist is helpful because they are, they don't mean any, not mean anything to you, but they are an unbiased perspective mm-hmm. on like what they're yeah. stranger. You're a stranger. You don't have to be worried that they're going to hold that anxiety. Yeah. You know, because that's that's like, this is what they've chosen to do. This is their job. Right. You know? Yeah. They're going to put it in a And they only have your best interest in mind. (laughs) Right. Nobody else's. Yeah. And they're literally paid so much money per hour (laughs) to just listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the other thing. Man, they need to make that cheaper or freer. They need to... Yeah, make it, it really yeah. yeah, it needs to it needs to be figured out because yeah. it's really well, every, quite inaccessible at times. Yeah, yeah, and so fortunate to be able to see one. So yeah, I can't imagine doing the job that you do with the emotional and psychological toll it takes without mm. someone to support you. There's so many people in my profession, well, that I work with, like just now, that don't talk to people, and like sometimes it shows. I'm like, oh my god, we all 
just need to take better care of ourselves, guys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's such a weird, because you're supposed to like have this boundary when you're at work and mm-hmm. be emotionally detached mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. don't hurt yourself emotionally and then expect to be emotionally available when you get home. It's right. like, that's Very hard. Yeah. It's like sociopathic. Almost it's hard to compartmentalize yeah. like yeah. that. I found yeah. that very r- remarkable about you. Oh. That, that like, you know, we've known each other for a long time now. Mm-hmm. And and I, you don't talk about your job very much. That's how I deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I was always so like proud and, and, and just like, you know, like Maggie has this amazing job and she carries it so well. You know, just like I know how difficult it must be, you know? And so that's, yeah, just like knowing that, that you need to sort of let it go sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. This will be our last question of this podcast, but guys, we didn't get through Mm -hmm. that many. There are so many more. So (laughs) we'll make it a two-parter and we'll answer even more of these Mm because we've got a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Last one of this. First of all, I have to say that your podcast has been such a joy in my life every week. Thank you you very much. You're really filling our buckets right now. Yeah. Yeah. You're filling the buckets. Uh, Just keep them coming. The Mm -hmm. (laughs) anti-trolls. Um, this is sad. I just found out today that my cat, who we only got last August, has died from getting hit by a car. No. I'm currently away from home for college, and I don't even know how to process this loss. I've spent the majority of my day crying, and all I can do is think about her. I was wondering if you guys have any tips on dealing with or coping with loss. Wow. The kitty. So oh. first things first, it's really, really, really hard to process loss mm-hmm. when you're not near that person or that animal every Mm -hmm. day it's Mm -hmm. really hard to process it in the abstract because nothing about your daily life changes Mm -hmm. you're just devastated Mm -hmm. you just Mm -hmm. uh there you could be going about your daily life and then you remember that something has happened and it makes you sad yeah Yeah. i think grief is like that too becky's gonna cry itty (laughs) itty it's really sad i mean Feel your feelings and be sad is my... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be sad. It's okay to be sad. Okay. Get yeah. sad. Give a cry. Yeah. It feels yeah. good. Watch yeah. Coco. <laughs> Coco. Watch Coco. Watch Coco. Watch Coco. You need a good cry. You just watch, watch the new Pixar movie. Love Coco. That one Coco. makes you cry. That one makes oh. me sob. Coco. Oh Which my god! Part? I had to go in the bathroom and like have a moment by myself at the movie theater. <laughs> you didn't watch Coco. I do watch Coco. I don't remember it being like a sob fest. <laughs> what? What? When Mama Coco is like, and they're singing. Uh, yeah, that part actually. And then they go okay. to the offeranda. <laughs> I sobbed. That was, yeah. Everyone has a grandparent that they love. That's true. Oh, that movie. The truth is I haven't seen Coco, but I know that it's Oh, you you like it. Oh, it's so pretty. There's so many colors, right? Part of why I didn't see it. I haven't seen a lot of current kids' movies. Um, It's because I knew it was sad I was going to cry. I don't like going in knowing I'm going to cry a lot. Yeah. I like going in knowing I'm going to cry. Oh, you, know, you do. You if, like the release. If I ever need a really good cry, I watch The Notebook. Yeah, The Notebook <laughs> is really sad. You guys know end. how I feel about old, old people. people. <laughs> then you would have sobbed at Mama Coco. Coco. Her little face. I know. Her li- <laughs> but I just, maybe it was the fact that it was uh, animated. Maybe I just don't get as don't sad know. about the animated. <laughs> the last so time I cried really hard in public was on a flight back from New York watching um, A Star is Born. I was not prepared <laughs> for the A end. Star is Born. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> Poppy was asleep on my chest. There were people on either side of me. I was like, this is mortifying, but I can't help it. Yeah. There, I didn't know yeah. that people hadn't seen the older Star is Born. I had not. Because there have not. been many. So yeah. when yeah. I went and saw that, I was like, <laughs> sorry, Gaga. This is yeah. not ending well. It's not, uh, like the whole time you're watching it, you're like, Gaga. Well, Gaga, no. no. I haven't seen any of the older ones. Yeah, I haven't seen any yeah. of them. Yeah. Is Bar- Barbara Streisand? Yeah, oh. Barbara Streisand. Oh, I think. So I guess we're recommending movies that help you cry even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us all uh, the good what are, what are some so, Some more of your cry oh, movies. Cry. Oh, my gosh. I, okay, so the first uh, memory that I have mm-hmm. of like sobbing at, a movie you guys oh i know mine too yeah i don't even remember the name of it but it had claire danes in it 
Um, and she give me was, more. Give me more. She was. She was. Yeah, yeah I, I know that Becky will this. will help me out here. <laughs> um, she was in a Thai jail. Oh God! Oh. Yes, it was because her and her friend got arrested. Yeah, that girl was, interrupted or uh, something. No, that's with uh, uh, Angelina okay. Jolie, I think. Yeah, oh. no, this, is, this was clear. Uh, she was in a Thai jail. It's There's like a, something to do with roaches about abroad, or um, uh-huh. Miles is on it. Yeah, yeah. It's well, that's abroad. so late in life. The first movie I remember sobbing at was The Lion King. I was like nine, oh. and when the and when the oh, dad died, yeah, I know that's it's hard. Spoiler alert! It's so hard. <laughs> spoilers. But if I do you not haven't seen the Lion King I yet. That's on you. I don't remember. Broke down palace. Broke yeah. down palace. <laughs> and I was, I it was a it was a sleepover. It was a sleepover with my with like my friends in middle school, and when we were watching that, and I don't know, maybe mm. I was going through something else because it's not that sad of a movie. It's like hormones were raging yeah, in middle school. school. Raging hormones because because I just remember sitting there with my friends and I could not stop crying. And and I had like one of my friends went and got my mom <gasps> because I couldn't stop crying. They were like, Ariel, no, no, she's no, gonna it's gonna go she won't stop crying. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. It's just so sad. And it wasn't. It wasn't that sad. There was I like, was about to say, I think, don't they get out of honestly i don't remember i was so overwhelmed with like emotion emotion yeah. i do not know I, I i don't remember why i was so sad i because something they were in jail it. and i just remember something about cockroaches oh they like I probably haven't seen that movie in a decade <laughs> i don't think i have watched I maybe we all our homework it. will be to go home and watch broke down palace yeah <laughs> yeah see if yeah. it holds up but what see was it what was yours do you guys have crime movies the last I wouldn't recommend this after a pet has died, but the last movie that made me sob was a horror thriller, but it had a twist at the <laughs> end that thriller. broke me. It, it takes place okay. in Spain. Is it the orphanage? It's orphanage. <laughs> oh my gosh! I sat How in front. How scary of, is it? It's scary. It's like 50-50 scary. It's fifty-fifty scary. 50, 50, yeah. That's for me. hundred and ten percent scary. But there's a twist at the end. Oh my god! Yeah. That left me crying <laughs> while the credits were going for twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. There's like a lot of practical spooks in that movie. Yeah. Like there's a beautiful scene at the end that's so scary, but is all done with a camera and kid uh, people. Uh-huh. I was spoiling people moving in different places. Yeah. While the camera moves, and you're just like. I can respect that, mm. but it'll haunt my dreams for too long to watch it. Yeah. yeah. I get yeah. scared. And it's subtitled, so you're reading the entire mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. No, I get too scared. Like, yeah. what happens to me is I wake up in the middle of the night having to pee, and I just hold it because I'm too scared to get up. Mm-hmm. Did you watch a scary movie about peeing in the middle of the night? No. Any scary movies, I just can't. I just can't. It's like too scary. Too scary. I see. Or my kids will cry out, and I'll be like, it's really to go in there and help you because I'm so, so scared. scared. <laughs> that yeah, I just can't do it. Do you have a cry movie, Becky? Coco. If Coco. I get something in my eye, I just watch the last like couple minutes of Coco. But really, any of those Pixar movies. Yeah. I was actually talking with like one of my girlfriends, and I have I have quite a few friends who have lost parents, and we were talking about how great it is that the Disney movies have gone from being like Lion King or like mm-hmm. Cinderella, these movies with like missing parents in them, mm-hmm. to being mm-hmm. like about. Uh, like teaching young kids how to cope with the loss of a parent and that there's mm. like more to that relationship yeah. than just like your brother can be your parent, your sister can be your parent, like mm-hmm. frozen onward. They were mm-hmm. all like a mm-hmm. soul inside out. They're all movies yeah. that teach you how to deal with, you know, grief or loss in mm-hmm. a way that Disney hasn't done before. Yeah. And I was like, I love all those. So I usually cry yeah. at the end of all of them. Yeah. 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 Onward. I cried. I was like, this is so Up beautiful. The, they love oh, each other. Oh, I know. They, that, that has never occurred to up. me. Yeah. The, the beginning like, of Up is the of saddest up. So 20 sad. minutes so of all sad. time. So mm-hmm. sad. I also cried a lot at the end of Call Me By Your Name, but I was maybe high. I knew <laughs> you were going to say that. I <laughs> that, knew that you were going to say that. I was maybe stoned. <laughs> and I was just like, it was just something. It wasn't even like the movie because I was like a little creeped out by the like age mm-hmm. difference. I was like, this just doesn't feel romantic to me. Um, but it was something about Timothy Chalamet staring into that fireplace crying. And my little stoner brain was like, he's so hurt. <laughs> he's so hurt and then I was like he's such a good actor I hope he does good things in life <laughs> and then I was just crying about Timothy Chalamet's like, life I was like so famous so young he's so beautiful yeah. so I so hope beautiful. it doesn't ruin him I hope it doesn't go to his head I hope he's 
stays humble and grounded. <laughs> that was so funny. That was so funny. <laughs> oh my god! No one here is uh, watching Top Chef currently, are you? No. no. Does sh- Top Chef make you cry? Well, <sighs> I haven't watched Top Chef before. So. Not last week, but the week before. We're down to the final like five people, and there were two women left, and one of them got a second chance and came back <gasps> from their like second show last chance kitchen. She like fought her way back, and they sent home the other one, this much beloved Hispanic chef named Maria. And as they went to send her home, the other woman was like, "No, I got my second chance. She should get a second chance. I believe in her." And she started to cry, and she tried to give up her place in Top <gasps> Chef, and they basically wouldn't let her. They're like, "You'll regret it forever. We stand by our decision." And I Whoa. was just sobbing oh wow it was very moving also my period was on the way so you know i didn't stand a chance <laughs> but like it was so i don't know female friendships like that I, they really get to me yeah that's that's amazing that she was like no yeah but then her. they wouldn't let her do it she was like no you have to stay it was very powerful like, this is a lot <sighs> guys we don't have any air conditioning in this room right now um, just to let you know why we're all like so shining ourselves thing. and yeah. schwitzing like crazy. Um, but that is all the time we have for this week's episode. Um, I hope we answered your questions. I think we kind of got, you know, maybe meandered we around. We're and really sorry about your cat. So mm-hmm. sorry about your cat. Yeah, that I'm is so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I wish I could give you a hug and That's bring just, you a new cat. We're sending you the all the virtual hugs. The yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah. Guys, we're going to answer more questions. We're going to keep going. Next week. Next week. We're going to finish these deep ass questions you want to (laughs) know. So we'll see you then. Make sure you you keep emailing us and writing. uh, Comment. Nice things. Only nice things. Only nice things, please. Please. (laughs) We're very sensitive. Neutral or nice? (laughs) Neutral or nice are very sensitive. Um, What else? Oh, download. And listen to us on like Spotify and Apple. I was going to say this earlier. But like, if you're really into mental health stuff, check out Kelsey Dara. Oh yeah, oh, shit. If yeah. you want to hear people talk about mental health in a real ass way, Kelsey Dara's book, podcast, life, yeah, mm-hmm. does yeah. that. Yeah, that's yeah. where you can hear about some stuff. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. You saying I'm sensitive reminded me of. That. Oh, that's true. That is her like tagline. We're sensitive. <laughs> I'm also glad I did not wear that sweater today. I was thinking uh-huh. about it, and I was like. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So what hot. about a puddle? So sweaty. <laughs> what about a puddle? Poor Maggie. Sorry, I'm so hot. Maggie's like, end that, end that episode already. He's <laughs> lost three pounds during I this podcast. Did not wear a shirt underneath <laughs> underneath the sweater, guys. So All right, we're I gonna am. go ice ourselves. <laughs> we're gonna go ice ourselves off. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.